0: Hello you're listening to Put On Your Positive Pants. I'm your host Beth Wilson and I'll be bringing you a slice of positivity every week. For the episode I have something a little different. I have a special guest joining me. Bobby Wheeler is a confidence coach and we caught up over Zoom to talk all things confidence. As Bobby says later on you might want to grab a pen and paper to take down his tips. So enter the podcast Bobby. Hey Bobby.
1: Hey how's it going?
0: Great nice to meet you how are you?
1: I am doing fantastic thank you. Good
0: good so for our lovely listeners can you introduce yourself please?
1: Yeah for sure so I'm Bobby Wheeler I am a father of one married for almost eight years now Um, confidence coach about an hour south of Houston Texas in the States Um, got a really big background in marketing and sales and then also um, restaurant management so that's kind of where I get my leadership skills from my development skills um, a little bit more about me I like to walk I like to run um, and then I also like to drink black coffee so if you're ever that kind of person we're gonna we're definitely gonna be friends
0: I'm not a coffee person
1: no.
0: <laughs> is that what's in your massive mug I've, I've yeah. got your mug already is that is yeah. that a huge coffee
1: yeah it's actually it's a Guinness <laughs> mug so I, those are two things that I like.
0: Nice, nice. I like it. Uh, Thank you for that. Um, So I'd love to hear like a little bit more about how you got into um, becoming a confidence coach.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, It started honestly with like a desire of how to help other people achieve the things that they want. So I was talking about my my background in restaurant management and a lot of people saw that as a career. And unfortunately for most people, the restaurant industry is not a career for you. Um, unless you are super dedicated, want to be there long term, um, I realized that there was a misunderstanding of what they thought that they needed to develop and succeed. And I saw, I saw a need that I could fulfill on in that aspect. And then okay. realized that people, um, yeah, people in that in that mentality realize that there's like a misunderstanding of what confidence actually is and how that holds them back from achieving the things that they want. And so that kind of led me into coaching um, in some aspects, whether it be just conversations with people, you would almost almost call it venting for a lot of people. And I yeah. realized I was really good at it. So that's kind of what what got me into becoming a confidence coach. But it's definitely a long journey <laughs> to get here.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so you spoke then, um, you touched on kind of your definition of, of confidence. So what, what would you mm-hmm. say that would be?
1: Well, cool. a, a working definition of confidence for me would be um, confidence is vulnerability. Confidence is not a quality or a trait that most people say that they have, like they they have confidence. You are confident. So confidence yeah. is like a confidence is an innate skill in my in my professional opinion. So what that means for in layman's terms is confidence is something that you're born with and it's something that you develop over time. Mm-hmm. And I think being vulnerable and honest with yourself and being able to understand what it is that you need and what it is that you can do is it's where confidence starts.
0: Okay. I like that. Yeah. That's, that's a really interesting way to think of it actually that like Mm -hmm. kind of that everyone is, is born with it, but it's kind of, I guess, different levels and, and how you kind of nurture that over time, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I wanted to ask you as well, um, about, we could do with some pointers on confidence. You know, I think everyone could kind of do with, do with a few tips every now and again. So if you were to choose, like, I guess your three top tips, um, for clients to kind of improve their confidence, what would you, what would you say?
1: I like that. That question is like, it, it's kind of powerful. Three top tips for improving confidence. Um. I would say if you're listening, grab a pen and paper because there's a lot that's gonna that's gonna go on here. That's the there kind we of, go, guys. <laughs> that's the kind of coach that I am. So I would say um, tip number one is be honest with yourself. So give yourself an honest rating of how you feel about certain things. I go through with my clients nine different categories. So that's health, money, romance and relationships, career, personal growth, um, fun and hobbies, spirituality, family and environment and what we do there is we give ourselves an honest honest rating of how you feel how confident do you feel in your relationship with money how confident do you feel in your career how confident do you feel in spirituality and we work through those things so one of the the best tips is to give yourself an honest rating and start with where where you are at the lowest where you want to improve the most and kind of you're never going to get from an honest rating of two Let's just say you rate yourself at a two. You're never going to get from a two to a 10 overnight. You're never going to get from three to a 10 in one day or over the course of a coaching program or you know a personal development. You're going to get from a two to a 2.5 and then from a 2.5 to a five and then back down to a four. So be really honest with yourself and kind of keep checking back in those different categories. That's going to help you show up confidently every day and also improve. So that would be be my very first... um, tip to improving confidence nice for sure
0: and i guess it's important that that checking back because i guess like every day is different and every day you yeah. can wake up feeling differently um so yeah it's with number two
1: yeah so number two is um controversial for most people so okay. a lot of people say to to improve yourself and to to be a better person for say for instance you need to get out of your comfort zone i would say stop trying to do that that okay. that hinders a lot of people's confidence the people that i work with especially realize that they don't thrive in that uncomfortability i do and, and that's where i started giving that advice just get out of your comfort zone and make yourself more comfortable with things that don't make sense to you or things that are scary just do them just do it and that's i've realized that's not the kind of coach that i i want to be and that's not the kind of coach that my clients that my clients actually need they need okay. somebody who helps them solidify that comfort zone and be master that comfort zone and then expand just a little bit outside of that and then expand a little bit just outside of that so one percent growth every day so I would say my my second tip the first one is give yourself an honest rating of where you're at in those categories my second one is stop listening to the people that say to get out of your comfort zone master <laughs> your comfort zone I think yeah. it would be if you could write down a point for number to master your comfort zones
0: okay yeah uh i think that's important yeah master your comfort zones i like that actually um because I, I know what you mean you know you can be scrolling through instagram there's so many you know like inspirational quotes about getting out your comfort zone and and i get where they're coming from um mm-hmm. but i guess it is i suppose it's maybe personality types as well like you said you can thrive from that and i guess if you're kind of working with someone you might find out that actually that is good for them and you might sort of encourage them to do that a little bit more but I think yeah kind of trying to stay in your own zone a little bit and get comfortable there first and then start kind of thinking about moving and and I guess you can you can do it in in whatever steps you want you know you can Mm -hmm. you can kind of go as high high as you want or you know slow as you want that kind of thing
1: yeah I think that the um the meaning behind like getting out of your comfort zone and just trying new things is is good like you said like it it comes off as as a development thing but we don't touch on the point of people who are getting outside of their comfort zones are very comfortable in those comfort zones so they've mastered those and then they're able to expand you have people who attempt to show up more confidently in life and they just go and and start rock climbing out of nowhere when they don't even know how much upper body strength they have, if that makes yeah. sense. So, no, so I you, feel. you've got to be comfortable in, in your vulnerability. Like I said, a working definition of confidence for me is vulnerability. You have to be comfortable enough. If that's what you want to do, if your, um, if your physical body is what you want to try to improve on, to be more confident, because that happens with a lot of people. Um, your end goal is to go mm-hmm. rock climbing, but your first step is to make sure that your upper body strength is actually it's, getting a good definition of where you're at right now, which what was what I was talking about in the first step is to give yourself an honest rating. If you yeah. feel like your upper body strength is a one, then you've got to work from a one to a four before you start trying to climb those rocks. And I think that that's where the comfort zone expansion kind of gets misconstrued a little bit in in practicality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd actually never thought about that in that, in that kind of way before. So, so yeah, that, that's really interesting. Thank you.
1: So what's yeah, another a real- three. Yeah, it reframes, I want, to, I want to talk about it for a second, it reframes your goals. So yeah. if someone says get out of your comfort zone, getting out of your comfort zone is rock climbing, but then whenever you just go out and start trying to rock climb, you are not able, you feel like a failure, you feel like you have not achieved what you're wanting to do instead of getting those practical steps to get to your goal. So yeah. I just wanted to kind of touch on that. Um, third third tip, let me, let me think of how to word this. Um, <laughs> okay. I've kind of tried to coin a phrase: um, "lead with love." So I, I teach leaders, people with um, higher responsibilities. So that would be that could be fathers, mothers, educators, um, managers, team leaders, things like that, um, and then like corporate CEOs and stuff as well. But leadership is also a skill as well, just like confidence. And so when you start to lead and operate out of something which is a servant attitude. So serving people with love, doing every single thing that thinking about how it's going to affect the other person and lead out of that is going to help you um, help you show up more confidently in the certain aspect where you're trying to improve. So with those nine categories that I go over, one of the biggest one for people is environment. And so when they when they, when you fix your environment, when you quote unquote fix, you don't ever fix your environment, but when you, when you make your environment more conducive to, um, success for you, whatever that looks like, it is, it's very difficult to express how you're fixing that environment to the people that are around you. From what I've realized, like that could be your personal environment, your, your environment inside of your head. Those are things that we talk about in coaching programs. And you can find all kinds of stuff on YouTube or Instagram and Facebook about it. But correcting your environment, you need to lead with love in that aspect. And so you tell the people that are most important to you in that area that you are trying to improve. And then you lead in accordance to that. And then I think a bonus tip also, so that would be tip number four, is to ask for feedback. So okay, that, yeah. has, that has 100% Um, revolutionize the way that I operate myself and then I see it in my clients whenever they they go out and change something about the way that they are because they want to improve as a person Mm -hmm. they a lot of times they don't ask for feedback and the second that you start asking for feedback that's when you get the real real life answer of is this working or is this not or for a lot of people it also builds confidence so let me let me illustrate it in one point So say you cook a dinner and it's the first time that you've cooked dinner for your spouse or for your friends, even say you're, say you're throwing a party and you, you cook the dinner this time. Dinner goes good. Everything's done. The event's over. Everybody leaves. And you're like, "Mm, I don't think that food tastes really good. I feel like I struggled a lot with cooking it and it wasn't as good as it could be. How do you know? So you ask for feedback, hey, everybody, I'm just asking for feedback. This is the first time I cooked for a large group of people. What did you think? Nine times out of 10, they're gonna tell you the truth if they're your friends, but then also, they're gonna tell you, nobody's going to harp on the things that you feel like you messed up on. So that gives you the confidence like, oh my gosh, I actually cooked for these 20 people and it was good because everyone said, oh, this was good. This was great, this was great, this was great. So you're surrounding yourself with positive feedback so that it helps you, again, get out of your comfort zone a little bit more every day.
0: Yeah, sure. And I guess, thank you for the little Bobby bonus tip there. I like that. Um, Yeah, I think, I don't know whether people are a bit scared of the word feedback. I don't know, sort of, I guess, it's putting yourself out there, isn't it? And you might get negative feedback, and, and no one particularly wants that. But feedback is really important, and kind of I think we see it as more of a kind of like a work thing you know that's quite like a standard asking for feedback or like leaving a review somewhere or, or something like that but we maybe don't ask for feedback within like our personal circles and our personal life kind of thing um, and that was a really good sort of um, what's the word like analogy kind of thing of um, of like the dinner party because like you say it's like you don't know you know it's not come dine with me they're not going to score you you know oh I don't know if you have that show actually but it's a cooking show, anyway, but um, <laughs> that you—I've probably just lost you there, but um, but yeah, and and it is, I guess, the the people who've come to your party—they're likely to be, you know, friends, family, people who are going to give you honest feedback, um, and I guess it is just tell me honestly, you know, I'm, I'm not offended, kind of thing. I'm working on that, really, but, but yeah, could you just run through, uh, just cover those four tips again,
1: just? Yeah, for sure. So. If you've got your pen and paper out, you wanna just highlight these as you go. So give yourself an honest rating. Um, We talked about health, money, romance and relationships, personal growth, career, um, fun and hobbies, spirituality, family and environment. Sorry, I don't have it written down. Um, But those are the things that we work through um, every day without thinking about the fact that you're working through them. I've kind of tried tried to understand where people feel unconfident and those are, the, those are the aspects of where they kind of lie in. So give yourself an honest rating with those and be vulnerable with it. If it's a zero, it is a zero and stick to it, it's fine. Yeah, It is okay, it is and it will be okay. Oh. Um, step number two is stop trying to get out of your comfort zone, master your comfort zone first. So make sure that you are always improving, but make sure that you feel comfortable in improving as well. And I think I wanna to touch on another point that I kind of bring out a lot is your comfort zones are kind of like stepping outside of them is from a place of passion. So a lot of people are passionate about changing, are passionate about being a better person, passionate about showing up confidently. But when you look at the dictionary definition of confidence, or I'm sorry, if you look at the dictionary definition of passion, it is an uncontrollable emotion. So you wanna scale yourself back from passion and really understand what what the end goal is. You can be passionate about that end goal, but mm-hmm. acting out of a point of passion at the beginning is good for inspiration. But make sure that you've mastered your comfort zone before you try to expand on that. Otherwise, you're going to get burnout. Yeah. And then, so step number three would be yeah. Step number three would be lead with love. So if you if you 100% lead out of a place of love and people understand that and they know that it's going to change the way that you feel about yourself first and then the way that other people feel about you as well.
0: Sure. And your little
1: bonus tip? My bonus tip, I honestly forgot what I said my bonus tip was. Asking for feedback. Okay, there you go. See, I (laughs) didn't do that on purpose, but it happened. I did did just ask for feedback from you. Um, (laughs) making sure that somebody's listening. I honestly didn't do that on purpose, but asking for feedback is huge. And it's it's understanding the way you get from point A to point B with confidence because other people see that. So I also likened it one time to, if I had food in my teeth and I, I thought that somebody, I went on stage and when I got off the of stage, I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody saw this piece of food in my teeth. So then when you ask for feedback, you're like, hey, how'd my speech go? and nobody mentions mentions that little tiny thing in your teeth, then nobody noticed it. And you don't have to worry about how you feel anymore, or about the way that that circumstance is, is showing up for you. So it's a good, good, good bonus tip there.
0: Yes. Yeah, thank you. you <laughs> like a little bonus. Um, and just on the like food and the tea thing. Oh my goodness, you feel like when you notice, and you go back to someone, you're like, I've just been speaking to you for like, 20 minutes or whatever why did you not tell me but they're like I honestly didn't notice and it is those like little things that you you're so focused on in yourself and actually like no no one's bothered or even if they did see it like tomorrow or when they tell this story again like no one's gonna say about that little bit of food in your teeth like I think as humans we so like focus in on stuff about ourselves you know that is is tiny really in comparison to kind of you know, the whole world, but it feels, you know, you're just so aware of it, aren't you?
1: Yeah. And then, and self-awareness is also a big thing too. Like what if you ask for feedback and you're like, Hey, how'd you think about that speech? And every single person told you, Hey, you had something in your teeth. Well, then that, if you're vulnerable enough to understand that that's what the feedback you came with, that's the story you're going to tell. So you're going to be like, Hey, this one time I gave a speech to a hundred people and I had food in my teeth, but I still delivered a really good speech. And you, you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a laughable moment. You're able to kind of relate with yourself and be vulnerable. And people are going to be like, hey, remember that time that you gave that speech with food in your teeth? It was a good speech, but I couldn't pay attention to anything else. So, you know, it's it's good to understand that vulnerability from that feedback aspect as well.
0: Yeah, sure. And, you know, top tip, always check your teeth before, yep. before you give a speech. <laughs> I did actually before I came on Zoom, just in case.
1: <laughs> I did not, to be completely honest. You don't have... don't have
0: anything good um so i always ask if you just if you want listeners to just take away one thing um from
1: this episode what would it be i think it's it's kind of the phrase that i've tried to coin is confidence is an innate skill so it's not a, a quality it's not a trait it's something that you are born with and everybody is and i always liken it to the same thing Confidence is just like learning to walk. So it is, if you are physically able to walk, mm-hmm. then confidence is the same type of skill. Eventually you will learn how to be confident. It doesn't have to be confidence in all of those, all those aspects, those nine categories, plus there's probably an additional three or four that people can pull out, but it's not confidence overall. But if you are physically able to walk, eventually you will learn how to walk without somebody actually moving your feet for you. So you don't always need that handholding. But it is a skill that you work on and you develop over time with with yourself so that you're able to show up for other people. So one thing, if you want to write it real big on your notes, is confidence is an innate skill. It's something you're born with.
0: Nice. I like that. And it is a good reminder, you know, because we kind of, like you say, we just don't really think of it. Think of it like that. Um, So, yeah, it's good. It's good to get that perspective, really. Yep. Uh, so on the podcast I always give a recommendation at the end of each episode sort of based on the theme uh so based on confidence and sort of building confidence is there anything that you'd want the listeners to check out so it could be like a book an Instagram page a website I mean obviously apart from yours I'll put yours in the in the show notes (laughs) but um but yeah anything that you would recommend for people to read or or watch
1: um there's a couple yeah there's a couple of things that I would say um there's a book that really changed my outlook on, and it's gonna kind of go against the way that I I teach and train. Um, okay. but there's a book called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, and it talks about it talks about mental strength and mental ability and just doing doing something over and over again, doing something that sucks every single day. And sometimes we need to get in those moments before we can understand it, expanding our comfort zones and things like that. It's a journey for a lot of people. And so that's a good, it's a good book to read. It's a good book to kind of take some action steps from. So mm-hmm. I would say that that kind of started my personal development journey. I, I listened to the audio book, and to be completely honest, when I was listening to that audio book, I had my headphones in, and I was digging up this tree that was in my yard, and okay. I was like, I was really upset about it. I didn't. I was trying to get it down, but I didn't want to um, to hire a tree company, and it was a pretty pretty standard, probably twelve to fifteen inch like base good job. tree. Yeah, it was a big job. And reading that book, I literally was listening to it feeling so motivated to go out and do that, that I was like digging it with a shovel, had blisters, I was bleeding all over the place. So that book helped me in that moment. But you got to step back from that and be like, look, I'm hurting myself. I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) So I would say, read that book with a grain of salt, but then also take some of those things to implement it for. And then another thing, um, there is a lot, a lot of podcasts. If you literally just look up, like self-love, self love, self self help, motivation, inspiration, just listen to anything that's going. To, if you don't feel like it's serving you, just stop and listen to something else. So I would say podcasts are are huge and like and. Coming from a marketing background, we're leaning into audio only listening and learning and training and all of that anyway. So it really helps you to develop if you have something in your ear telling you that you're a good person. So it's good.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely love a good podcast. So um, so yeah, thank you for the book recommendation as well. I hadn't heard of that one before. So um, I'll drop that in the show notes as well. Awesome. Um, but yeah, we're at the end. So thank you so much for your time. Uh, it was great to meet you um like i say i'll put your website and your instagram um in the show notes so everyone can check that out in the book as well but yeah great to meet you thank you so much it's been really thank interesting you. thank you thank
1: you i appreciate great to it meet thank you. you.
0: i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did it was great to meet you bobby you can find his recommendation and instagram handles and website in the show notes so go check him out Remember to like, rate and subscribe to put on your positive pants so even more people can access a weekly dose of positivity. Until next time, bye!